Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the On Fire B2B podcast, where we take business owners and CEOs in the B2B space. Six questions in nine minutes, because the best know how to be concise and when to end. So with that first question for our guest today is tell us who you are and what you do. Thanks, April. So I, my name is Lawrence Brown. I work with a company called Angelitics Consulting. Uh, we founded it three years ago, helping small businesses, startups from scratch or, or operating in a small space to um, three different services. So from a strategic roadmap advisory, I work as a fractional CFO, and then we also have a digital marketing team with specialized services. Fantastic. And question number two, Lawrence, is what's the best thing about working with businesses? Yeah, for me, because we're in such a startup environment, founders, um, it's just, it's, it's, it's fulfilling to help them build their own dream, as well as being exposed to such innovative and creative minds. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, question number three, I'm hearing from other top executives and owners that using quotes from clients dramatically increases conversions and sales. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, definitely agree. I think, I think that's a, you know, you, you can take that lesson to all of life. Uh, no one likes people to self-promote themselves, but when it comes from someone else's words or they said this about me, um, it's an easy way to promote yourself it's more trustworthy. People always want to know that it's worked for someone else. Um, and sometimes the, the, the things that people say about you, you know, I couldn't even say about myself when I see referrals, the recommendations that people have given me. So it's, it's, it's awesome to, to get those kind of words from, from their mouth directly. Yeah, I agree. Much, uh, much more authentic. And like you said, build that trust. So question number four, what advice would you share with other companies working in the B2B industry? Sure. So, you know, obviously it depends on what your service is. Um, I think there's a lot of B2B purely service-based companies. Um, in that case, I think the, the number one thing that everyone learns is, you know, you, you have to be able to offer a service beyond just yourself. Um, I can, as much as I want to scale, I can never create more hours in a day. So you have to be able to you know, scale beyond just yourself. Um, sometimes for me, that's been challenging. Some other places it's easy. That's why I've offered like, different services. Uh, but then if you're, if you're selling more of a product or tech space, uh, I think the goal is to always have multiple different channels where you're sending your product out to um, different target audiences, find partnerships, find different ways to reach your audience, um, different ways to even structure your deal um, to really to really maximize the the, the um, appeal of your product and and also don't assume that a lot of for us a lot of startups assume okay this is a product that's gonna it's such a perfect fit for a Google or a Microsoft and they just kind of assume that that's what's going to happen but you know these companies aren't just going to partner with you so you have to start off slow and build up the brand to get there and 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 um, getting there is, is a whole journey in itself. Oh, very good, very good. Great points there. The next question I have for you is what other uh, top CEOs and business owners uh, in the B2B space like yourself would you like to acknowledge as a leader and should be a guest on this podcast? Sure. So, you know, we, we, I've, in, in our growing, we, we've partnered with a few different service providers that have um, offered different services to us that, um, that target the same audience. 
We use one um, IT-based company that targets startups. The, the company is called AP Logic. Uh, there's also a design company that we that um, actually start off as a client of ours, and and you know we, we like working with them um, for new mindfulness. Um, and yeah, I mean definitely definitely think both of those are, are, are great companies that we we refer business to and and work with closely. All right, fantastic. Look forward to uh, connecting with those folks over there. So, Lawrence, you're doing fabulous on time. We still have about four, four and a half minutes left. Oh, wow. So, uh, question number six is: Tell us about your first sale. Yeah, um, you know, first sale is always really interesting. Um, you, I think most people will relate to doing more than you know you, you should. And I think even before our first sale is is you know, especially in the consulting space. I mean, I, it was hard for us to find that right balance between showing value and giving value and then actually closing the actual sale and making and, and charging for it. Because, you know, people don't want to necessarily just hire you if they don't believe you're going to do something. So I, I recall I, in our first, first meetings we had with potential clients, uh, multiple that were, remember, one in the stationary space, one in the um, alcohol beverage space uh, where we would meet multiple times giving advice on and on um, and then just uh, couldn't really find the right point to convert it into an actual sale and through that process though I mean it's I guess it is natural so I mean anyone starting and can relate to that you know just be, be easy on yourself because that is natural um, and then you start finding okay what is the actual service that you're offering when it's strategic and when it's a little bit uh, more higher level than, uh, than something that people come and actually find for. Uh, but that then taught us to, um, okay, we're going to do like one meeting upfront, um, you know, give advice as much as we can, find product fit, find customer fit, and then suggest a, a roadmap. Um, you know, I was, I, probably all the sales that we did in the first six months was kind of giving more than, uh, than we would I guess at this point where, you know, processes need to be much more streamlined and operational. Um, otherwise, you're, everyone's ready to spinning out and will, um, and it's not serving anyone. Yeah, I agree. Just get it done, right? <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, we still have about two uh, minutes remaining on the clock. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to share? I mean, you have so much great uh, wisdom about you or... Uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I'll I'll just talk quickly about I think this period that we're all in. Um, everyone can relate to to COVID, and um, with, for us, because we're in such an innovative space, an entrepreneurial space, it's, it's it's been great to be at the forefront of of a lot of businesses that have reshaped the way they do things. Um, yeah, some businesses obviously have struggled that that um, aren't able to do that. But you know, we've got examples of clients that have reshaped their business, put it all online, and doing way better than than, than they were doing before. Um, we've seen clients really doubling their revenue um, over this period and continuing to do so sustainably since March, uh, which is really innovative. So you know, I'd like to kind of just give you know any business that relates to this period and is struggling in some way or or is doing great in some way. Um, you know, the, the, whatever challenge arises. There will always be um, it will always be winners and I mean it's called losers or people that stay stagnant. Um, it's the same as with the world. Every time something changes, the the wealth redistributes. That's just that's natural because some people naturally shift 
to take advantage of the opportunity and some people don't and that shifts wealth. So um, everyone in a business, you know, really think clearly about how you can do that, change your offering, change your approach, whatever it is, but there is the, there is the ability to take advantage of this period and, and actually turn into really positive. Very good, very good. Well, guess what? You did it. We're on time. <laughs> you did it, you did it. Right. Six questions in nine minutes because the best know how to be concise and when to end. Your website, Lauren, say it real quick so people can connect with you after the podcast. Yes, uh, so the company is Angelitics. Our website is www.angelitics.com. So it's angel, A-N-G-E-L, and then Y-T-I-X. Um, so we, we, we say on the words angel and analytics uh, with an X at the end, .com, so angelitics.com. Fantastic. And it's in the description of the podcast for you guys. Uh, Lawrence, I appreciate you being a guest today. It was great having you. And remember... Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Remember, don't stop believing. Those that are listening and watching the podcast today, be sure to listen to other episodes of the On Fire B2B podcast. This is April Renee. Create a terrific day.